Daniel Leach here. Alan Crane over there. This is Out of Bounds at the Southwest Triple M. Craney, for the second week in a row, I think you've done very well for Legends of the Southwest, which we uh, are doing this year on the show because, well, we thought, you know, there's no lower Southwest football league going on. There's not as much sport going on in the Southwest. So let's delve into some historical facts, if you want to call it that, and some legends and well, find you some. You know, Dan, when uh, you send me on a mission, yes. I deliver. You do. Well, I think we've done it this time. You have. Now, this gentleman. Yes. He played in three premierships for the Donnybrook Football Club. Right. In 98, 99, 2000. And Great I hope period. I got my facts right. Great. But he did something that I don't think has been done before, and I don't think it'll be done again. He oh. was actually the president of the Donnybrook Football Club while he was playing. Get out. No, that is an outstanding feat. Um, and we welcome Nigel to you. How are you, Nigel? Very well, thanks, Dan. Hi, Al. Did, did I get all that right, mate? I think so. Yes. Sweet, yeah. sweet. And, and if he didn't, it doesn't really matter. It sounds good, though. It sounds pretty good. Hey, so president and playing at the same time, any conflict of interest going on there when that was going on? Um, well, I was probably 20th man, I'd have to admit. Oh, right. So, so um, yeah, maybe I did have to, maybe, maybe my position on the committee did have some sort of bearing. Just whether sne- I was in or out, but you managed so we didn't to, go too deep back managed to find a way to sneak your way into a lineup. That's not bad mm. for a premiership. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, happy with that. I'm just wondering, Nige, with the um, three premierships, you had three different coaches. Was that anything yep. to do with you being president and getting a game, or you, or was that something totally different to that? Well, <laughs> you know, they don't get paid a hell of a lot, or we didn't pay them a hell of a lot. You save that for the players, mm. but uh, but. Uh, it was just all circumstance, boys. You know, um, Darian Cheffers coached the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a great job, just work commitments, and he was travelling backwards and forwards to Perth, so he needed his off a little bit. So we rolled into the assistant, who was Rick Greaves. And Rick uh, Greaves, he took us to the 99 Premiership. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in 99, we had a great recruit from uh, Dean Mill, Heath East. And uh, Eastie uh, was interested in a bit of coaching as well, so uh, we appointed Heath. And we pretty well had a very, very uh, constant leadership group. Dougie Cross was in there as assistant uh, each year, I believe. Uh, so it was, while there was different coaches, we had a fair bit of consistency at the top anyway. And Sheffers, he had a unique way to get to a couple of games, is that right? Uh, he did. He did, yeah, Chopper. He was, I rate, I rate Darian as, in my time, our greatest recruit. Mm. And we had we had some real good recruits. You know, when you think about Dean Irving and uh, Heath East and Peter Warsfold and Mick Omadavia, we had some great recruits. But mm. this bloke had probably the biggest influence on uh, the club culture. And, um, and, and we wouldn't have won those three grand finals without Chopper. I'll tell you that now. But... Uh, uh, you're referring to how we got him down to the games? Yeah, could you fill us in on that? Well, he would ne- I couldn't tell you what year it was, boys, but uh, uh, he was he nearly had enough. He came down to... When Darian played for us, he came down to training twice a week from Perth and every Saturday. And at some point during the season, he said, no, that's it. I can't do it anymore. No, he said, look, if if uh, Rook was an hour from Perth, I'd come. Yeah. And uh, so I said to him, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to pick Donnybrook up and move it an hour closer. 
So to do that, we put him in a plane, <laughs> and we got Tim and a couple of other recruits down to Donnybrook uh, in a plane the first week, a light plane, and landed just out of town. I did a flyover the club during the twos. <laughs> And the next week, I believe, we were playing in Margaret River, and it was very, very rough. But we got a bigger plane for them. But it was that rough that some of them got a bit crook, and they said after that week, don't worry about it, we'll drive from this one. So who was so, flying the plane? I don't know. Um, I reckon Rod Afferton, Rod Afferton probably organised it. Oh, of course. Uh, so, you know, you just you just got to make phone calls. And uh, we had Rod Afferton. Uh, he was a football director at the time. Yeah. And one thing about Rod, he, he would not leave a stone unturned. So, uh, you know, I'd, I'd sometimes, you know, you always got to come up with is the idea and Rod and, and the, actually the other bloke was Jack Cross. Didn't even have a committee position, I don't think, but mm. uh, the two of those blokes were dynamite around the place. When there was a job to do, uh, they'd do it. And sometimes they'd do jobs that you think were a bit weird. But um, anyway, they were doing them. We are doing the legend of the Southwest Craney. You've done a very good job here, might I say, getting Nigel Tuia from uh, the Donnybrook Football Club. And now Hasty Waste, might I say. Uh, I believe that's uh, still going <laughs> and going strong. Are we there, uh, there Nigel? Cheers, uh, boys. Is that why I got the call? Well, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with a nice little plug for the company. Why the heck not? Thank you. Uh, thank you. Pleasure. It's all good. Um, back to 98, 99, 2000. What was the more memorable premiership out of them? Mate, they all they're all special for different reasons. Yeah. Um, you know, the first one. I mean, one thing about when you play at a little place like Donnybrook, you know, it doesn't matter probably where you are in Australia. You got to go through some low times. Yeah. You know, in between premierships, and you know, I think when you look at Donnybrook since the beginning of the Southwest uh, Football League, it's generally been twenty years between each flag. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, we only had one premiership team up until 1998, mm-hmm. uh, back in 1977. And those blokes uh, uh, are legends of the club. But, you know, just like the 2018 premiership team was getting getting sick of hearing about the 2000, <laughs> uh, you know, team, yes. you know, we were, we were probably, as much as we admire those guys, we wanted a bit of, write a bit of history of our own. So certainly the first one was great, um, but I'll tell you what, backing it up is a, is bloody hard, and we did it, and then to do it three times, the only other team to do that is HBL, I believe, and winning three, I can't believe we did it, it was, it was huge, but that was about uh, being good off the field, as well as being good on the field, and, and continually getting better, you don't win staying the same, you just, you've got to get better. You must have had a very good recruiting agent too. You know, Dean Irving was a big pick-out. Did you ever sit there and look and say, just say, we are a seriously good side? Well, when we recruited Darian, uh, we got him out of, he answered an ad that we put in the West Side Football. Oh, and, the old West Side um, Football. Mm-hmm. You remember that? That was a great Yeah, we do, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we didn't tell him, but he was the only bloke left standing. So we gave him the job. And uh, we didn't know that we'd done the right thing. Uh, Darian knows this, but uh, history tells us that we did exactly the right thing. And he brought who he could down. And they were fantastic. No one had ever heard of them. But those boats were great. Ben Johnson came and played some great football for us. You know, we ended up with Brendan Bidwell, some great footballers that played played with us. 
But um, we never had the pull that some clubs did. But it's amazing what success can bring. And we recruited Peter Walsfold because he took Darien's job working for a uh, uh, beverage company. Oh, yeah. And so was, you know, stuck in a car with Darien during his oh. recruitment <laughs> process or the or the probation sort of period. Oh, and so Darien's driving Peter around and South Bumbria calling Peter and Buffalo calling Peter and all the other clubs are calling Peter mm-hmm. trying to recruit him. Yep. Well, we kind of had, you know, the inside running. And, um, but, you know, we'd recruited a bloke uh, by the name of Mel Bubb from South Fremantle and Xavier Teague the year before. And, uh, you know, we did it properly. It wasn't about the money. It was about the fact that we got Peter to the club. We had a meeting with him. We introduced him. You know, we hooked him up with his old mates that he played at South Fremantle, Mel Bubb. Showed him what the culture was like. And then said, well, at the end of it, we've got to talk money. Mm. And he said, look, I've already made my mind up. Come Donnybrook. Thanks. So that was very, very pleasing. And his family's still living in Donnybrook. So, you know, that's very pleasing. Now, just one last one from me, Nathan. Nigel. Uh, not Nigel. Did you just call him Nathan? <laughs> I've just got you away. Ju- you just called him well, Nathan. Well, you, you, you said out of Browns a minute ago. You've just organised the legend of the Southwest. <laughs> you've got Nigel on the show. You've just called him Nathan. What is going on with you over there? Uh, a little bit of a slip oh, up. Unusual oh, for me, Nigel. Now, thanks, mate. Now, now, little birdie tells me you've just celebrated 15 years of marriage and you were married in Scotland. That would have been that an interesting. Correct. Yeah. That is correct. Yes, yes. How did you end up in Scotland to get married? Well, you know how it works, guys. You know, you go backpacking, don't you? And you. And, uh, you know, things don't look after themselves sometimes. Anyway, I met a woman over there in Glasgow. <laughs> wow. And uh, she became my wife. So I guess the birdie that told you that is probably none other than my best man, is it? Shane Atherton? Well, uh, well I'm not going to dob oh. anyone in. Oh, no. I'm not going to dob anyone in. But I feel like the answer is yes. Yeah, it could be sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so, hang on. So what was the time period from courting to getting married? Uh, a long time. Okay. Uh, I don't know, 10 years maybe? Wow. Might get myself into trouble there. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> uh, well, we don't want to get you into I, trouble. I, I, do re- I do remember being in Glasgow getting a phone call. In fact, it was it was um, uh, finals time and we were playing South Bunbury and there had been a hell of a hullabaloo. Wusher and Dean Irving and Rod Steele and someone else had been in a, you know, there's reports galore. Mm. So I was getting all the information from uh, Rod Atherton over the, over the airwaves. Gee, that but, surprised uh, that me, Rod That was many years ago, actually. I mean, it might have been 2001 or something. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. All the years merge into the other. Yeah. Well, you've done well, mm. mate. Life member, looking after Junior, still still involved in footy. Yeah. Great. And as you mentioned, involved with Donnybrook, which is great to see. And, of course, like you say, to, to see them win a premiership a couple of years ago is obviously great fun. And uh, was, you get yeah. to continually talk about your tales as well, which is wonderful. And that's why we thought we'd get you on, because we know that uh, you're an absolute legend at the Donnybrook Football Club. Done well, didn't I? Well, you did until you called him Nathan, but that's fine. <laughs> Nigel I apologise. Nigel Tui, thank you so much for joining us this <laughs> afternoon here on Out of Bounds and uh, we'll look forward to catching Thanks, you at the footy once again very soon. Right. Appreciate the call.